Hi, and welcome to Seven Knots, a podcast about connecting community with science. My name is Cherie Dinetsosi, and I'm an Navajo from the West Side. And my clans are Tzedish Gizinichne, Tachitni Bashishchin, and Kiani Dashiche. I am starting this podcast to find stories of how normal people can connect with science, whether that be about volunteering for citizen science projects, going down to the Colorado River to remove tamarisk, or like in my first series of interviews, collecting bats to assess the health of our southwest bat population. Check in with this podcast to learn more about the science that's going on in your community. My first round of interviews will, is going to be take you to Page, Arizona with the Glen Canyon National Recreation Area. We'll all be interviewing uh, Lonnie Pilkington, Kat Coe, and Shandine Tallman, along with some participants of their BAT research program. Tune in over the next couple of episodes to learn more about each of these people and what brought them to the Glen Canyon National Recreation Area. And let's get started with the first interview, introducing Lonnie Pilkington. I have with me Lonnie Pilkington. Um, You're with the Glen Canyon National Park Service. Uh, How long have you been here? Um, so it's Glen Canyon National Recreation Canyon. Area, um, but I've been here, I'll, it will be nine years in September. Okay. And prior to working here, I worked at Rocky Mountain National Park for 12 years. And uh, what brought you to the Park Service? Um, I was always interested in, in the outdoors and being outdoors and learning about the, the flora and fauna. And uh, I went to school and finished my bachelor's and didn't really know what to do with my life. And uh, so I bounced around doing different types of jobs. And one summer I was jobless and uh, a friend of mine, his dad said, have you ever thought about working for the park service? And I said, no, not really. And he said, well, you should. And so I looked into it and I applied for uh, a trail crew job at Rocky Mountain National Park in 1998, and I, I didn't get hired. But then the next year, I, I applied for 25 federal government jobs, and I ended up at Rocky Mountain National Park. And, um, you know, I finally felt like I was in a position where, hey, this could, you know, I could make a career out of this. Mm-hmm. And so I've worked for the Park Service ever since 99. I did take one year off. Um, when I was in graduate school at Colorado State University. Excellent. So a long history in the Park Service then. Yes, long history in the Park Service. I have worked for other um, conservation um, organizations like the Nature Conservancy, which I really enjoyed working for them. Um, But I'd say, you know, I kind of found a home with the Park Service, and so I can't really see myself working for any other federal agency, um, at least at this time. Mm-hmm. I have to admit, um, I, I've been hearing your name for ages. I've, I've done a lot of work with uh, Grand Canyon youth and things like that. And your, your name has come up throughout my life in Flagstaff, going through several mm-hmm. different uh, conservation organizations. And you're usually someone I, 
I hear from like the background of, oh, Lonnie's involved with this and that, and Lonnie's over here. So um, I know that you've had a lot of, done a lot of stuff with uh, conservation organizations and youth organizations that do a lot with uh, citizen science. And I'm sure there's a lot of programs you've started over the years. What are some of the more recent programs you have? Um, well, you mentioned Grand Canyon Youth. Um, you know, they've been a great partner of Glen Canyon over the years. Um, back in 2012, um, I applied for a grant through the National Park Foundation. It was called a, the grant program was called America's Best Idea and uh, was fortunate to receive some funding to work with uh, Native American youth and uh, the project was all about connecting youth to natural and cultural resources. Mm -hmm. And so we ran um, a similar program for a couple of years and uh, started running river trips on the San Juan River um, with um, Shiprock, New Mexico area youth. And uh, initially we started working with... Um, a different rafting outfit than Grand Canyon Youth and then one day somebody said hey what you're doing with um, you know resource stewardship and introducing folks to different possible careers in the Park Service uh, is you know in line with what this organization Grand Canyon Youth does mm -hmm. and so uh, somebody and I can't even remember who it was put me in contact with them and we started talking uh, Emma Wharton and myself and uh, 2013, we partnered, and ever since, the partnership has just really blossomed. Mm -hmm. And we've worked on a number of different, you know, citizen science and resource stewardship projects. And um, every year, you know, things have, have grown, and we've added a little bit more every year and introduced youth to, say, you know, a new project or a new effort every year. One of the, the projects that um, we're really focusing on right now is a, a citizen science-based acoustic bat monitoring project. Mm -hmm. And we received funding from the National Park Service Centennial Challenge Fund in 2016. And that really kicked off the program. Mm -hmm. And so um, Grand Canyon Youth was our main partner on that effort. And so we had that year, nine or 10 river trips with youth from all over the US. And we, we as in Glen Canyon, sent a biological science technician on each of these trips. And these technicians would and still do uh, teach youth about um, bat conservation, bat biology, introduce them to bat monitoring efforts and have the youth engage in uh, bat monitoring. And so it's, for, it's a pretty neat project and it came at a time when bats are facing a number of threats uh, like white nose syndrome, impacts from wind power development, ha uh, habitat destruction and so on. And so um, bat conservation is kind of a hot topic right now. And so it was just the right time to have a project like this and um, it's it's been really rewarding to the park service and I think to a number of youth that have helped contribute data to 
Glen Canyon, and then um, all the data that is being collected is reported to the National Park Service uh, BATS Acoustic Database. And then that information is shared with the North American BAT Monitoring Program. And so um, data that is being collected is not only useful for us on a more local level, um, you know, researchers can access the data on a, you know, more, a bigger level, a national level, and look at, um, you know, occupancy, distribution, and trends in certain species. I uh, understand every year you hold a kind of a bat festival. Is that a way that someone from the community can have easy access to learning a little bit more about the bat program? Yes, yes. On July 20th of 2019, we'll have our fourth annual bat festival mm -hmm. uh, out at Lake Powell Lodge Resort. And we partner with Glen Canyon Conservancy, a friends organization of the park, uh, to put on that event each year. Uh, we have a number of uh, informational booths on how folks can, in the public, can, you know, help conserve bats. Um, and then we have a couple of presenters. Uh, this year we have Jason Corbett from Bat Conservation International coming in to give a talk on the impacts of wind power development on bat species in the desert southwest. And then each year we have one of our interns. Um, this year, Tanya Para will be giving a presentation on um, our citizen science-based acoustic bat monitoring efforts that I was just speaking of. And mm -hmm. so um, we have educational booths, arts and crafts for youth, bat listening walks where we um, introduce the public to some of our acoustic monitoring devices. And then we have, you know, presentations uh, focused on bat conservation and bat threats. And so it's a great event. Uh, I would like to invite you know, everybody to come out and participate and learn more about bats and how they can help conserve them. Okay, great. Um, it's always good to hear about uh, active projects going on and I wanna learn a little bit more about different types of uh, organizations. It's always good to kind of get those connections for sure. Can you talk a little bit about the Dragonfly Mercury project you have going on? Yes, yeah, the Dragonfly Mercury Project was um, started back in 2009. It's a uh, na national uh, citizen science-based project. Uh, it's a partnership between the National Park Service, the USGS, the University of Maine, and it is um, all about getting um, citizens out into their national parks um, contributing to citizen science in the form of sampling dragonfly larvae and um, looking at the bioaccumulation of uh, mercury in the environment. And so we at Glen Canyon started participating in the program last year and um, we have an intern back on board this year to, to lead sampling efforts not only in Glen Canyon but uh, on a regional and national level and um, her name is Kat Cope, and she was hired through the Geoscientist in the Parks program. Mm -hmm. And so we are very fortunate to, to have her back. It's a very exciting program. It's um, great to get youth and adults out into the park, have them learn about 
um, citizen science and um, aquatic invertebrates, which you know a lot of people might overlook when they're out um, hiking around, exploring in their national parks, and so it's. It's, it's, easy, it's easy to connect to a, an owl or, a, or a, yeah. something fuzzy, but when you talk about fish, people just kind of tend to ignore it. So Yeah, and so insects um, are very interesting, and to learn how you know they tie into the overall environment is real educational to folks. Yes, well, um, thank you for talking with me today, and I'd love for an opportunity to talk to a cat, if you can. Awesome. There's the interview with Lonnie Pilkington. Thank you for joining me for my first podcast recording today. Bear with me through the groaning pains of the first couple of episodes as I figure out how to interview people, how to edit, and everything else that goes along with learning how to podcast for the first time. Thank you so much for listening again, and uh, hope you guys tune in for the next one where I'll be interviewing Kat Co, who is put, putting together the project for uh, monitoring butterflies and that's a really cool one i think you guys will enjoy that and after that podcast i'll be um posting another episode introducing shandine tolman as well as putting together a bunch of really cool sound bites from the bat uh research that i did out a couple weeks ago at this point now so uh stay tuned and i hope you guys enjoy the next couple of episodes thanks again bye